0: Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure Scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we finish up the Torah portion, Vayikra, and it means, He called. Leviticus 6, 1-7 Then the Lord said to Moses, Suppose one of you sins against your associate and is unfaithful to the Lord. Suppose you cheat in a deal involving a security deposit, or you steal or commit fraud, or you find lost property and lie about it, or lie while swearing to tell the truth or you commit any other such sin. If you have sinned in any of these ways, you are guilty. You must give back whatever you stole, or the money you took by extortion, or the security deposit, or the lost property you found, or anything obtained by swearing falsely. You must make restitution by paying the full price plus an additional 20% to the person you have harmed. On the same day, you must present a guilt offering. As a guilt offering to the Lord, you must bring to the priest your own ram with no defects, or you may buy one of equal value. Through this process, the priest will purify you before the Lord, making you right with Him, and you will be forgiven for any of these sins you have committed. Mark 16, to 20 Saturday evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus' body. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe, sitting on the right side. The women were shocked, but the angel said, Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Yeshua of Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Yeshua is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. The women fled from the tomb, trembling and bewildered, and they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened. Then they briefly reported all this to Peter and his companions. Afterward, Yeshua himself sent them out from east to west with the sacred and unfailing message of salvation that gives eternal life. Amen. Psalm 55, 1-23 Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. My enemies shout at me, making loud and wicked threats. They bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down. My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I cannot stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove! Then I would fly away and rest. I would fly far away to the quiet of the wilderness. How quickly I would escape far from this wild storm of hatred. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans, for I see violence and conflict in the city. Its walls are patrolled day and night against invaders, but the very real danger is wickedness within the city. Everything is falling apart. Threats and cheating are rampant in the streets. It is not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It is not my foes who so arrogantly insult me. I could have hidden from them. Instead, it is you, my equal, my companion and close friend. What good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together to the house of God. Let death stalk my enemies. Let the grave swallow them alive, for evil makes its home within them. But I will call on God, and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon, and night I cry out in my distress, and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me, though many still oppose me. God, who has ruled forever, will hear me and humble them. For my enemies refuse to change their ways. They do not fear God. As for my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. His words are as smooth as butter, but in his heart is war. His words are as soothing as lotion, but underneath are daggers. Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. But you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young, but I am trusting you to save me. Proverbs 11:7. When the wicked die, their hopes die with them, for they rely on their own feeble strength. I want to speak to you today from the reading from Mark chapter 16, and then we're going to wrap it up with Psalm 55. And in this section of scripture, we read about how Yeshua was put in the tomb and Mary and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint his body. And when they came to the tomb on Sunday morning, it was an empty tomb and the stone was rolled away and there was an angel in a white robe that said to them, Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Yeshua who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen from the dead. This is where they laid his body. Go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Yeshua is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. And so this is the glorious message, the sacred and unfailing message of salvation that gives eternal life. That Yeshua was nailed to the cross, to the tree, and he took your sin and mine upon himself. That when we repent and we look to him for our salvation and believe on him, that our sin is taken away and we are given a divine exchange of eternal life in Christ. What a glorious and happy message. What a profound message. What a joyful message that is. We have all sinned. All have fallen short and have fallen short of the glory of God. But when we repent, when we humble ourselves and we look to Yeshua for our salvation, He will take our sins from us and He will cover us. He'll take away our filthy rags and give us His robe of righteousness. And we can have A relationship with Yeshua through prayer, through worship, through studying his word. We have eternal life now. It begins now. Hallelujah. And now I want to look at Psalm 55. And this actually is a really good psalm to pray If you're going through trials, if you're going through troubles, if there is someone who is persecuting you or giving you grief, um, it's always a good practice to pray the word, to pray it as a prayer. And this psalm really has a lot of nuggets in it. The psalmist David Uh, He's very honest and real and transparent before the Lord. He says in verses five through six, I fear and trembling overwhelm me and I can't stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove. Then I would fly away and rest. I would fly far away to the quiet of the wilderness. How many times have you ever felt like you just want to escape? You just want to put on your running shoes and run far away from your current situation. I have felt that many times, and sometimes we act on that impulse. We just run. We fly away. That's how the psalmist feels right here. How quickly I would escape far from this wild storm of hatred. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans, for I see violence and conflict in this city. And we certainly do see that today especially in many of the large urban centers of America, in Chicago, in San Francisco, in New York, in all the bigger cities, we're seeing a huge uptick of crime, violence, robbery, thievery, murder, assault, uh, all kinds of crime has gone up because of this whole defund the police uh, nonsense that has gone forward. And there's not the police protection that we used to have. It is not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It is not my foes who so arrogantly insult me. I could have hidden from them. Instead, it is you, my equal, my companion and close friend. What good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together to the house of God. Have you ever been through something like that? Betrayal from someone close to you, not a stranger, not an enemy. Someone close to you, a good friend, that all of a sudden it flips and this friend is no longer your friend and you've been betrayed. I think we've all been through that. And the psalmist is just talking about that here too. Even Yeshua went through that with Judas, the ultimate betrayal. And Judas, who sold Yeshua, turned Yeshua over to the Romans and to the Pharisees, the religious leaders, for 30 pieces of silver. But yet the psalmist David always comes back to, he looks at his circumstance and he pours out his heart to God concerning his circumstance. But then he always comes back to focusing on the Lord. Verse 16, But I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon, and night I cry out in my distress and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me, though many still oppose me. God, who has ruled forever, will hear me, and he will humble them. And verse 23, But you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young, but I am trusting you to save me. And that's often what the trial is about. Any kind of a trial that we go through is often, it's always a test. It's a test. And God is testing us in some area. Often, not always, but many times, the test is, will we trust him? Or are we going to operate in fear or unbelief or doubt? Will we trust him through this trial? That's the the test. And so the appropriate thing to do when we're going through a trial and we're feeling afraid Is to cry out to God and to pray and say, Lord, save me, help me, deliver me, and trust Him to do it. Have a blessed day and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom murr hey yeah, yeah. adonai, hey ya hey Peace.